Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Vanessa Gallagher about her wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at Paddlefish. Now, Vanessa planned pre-COVID, but I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she planned all of this and how everything turned out. So welcome, Vanessa. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. I first saw a Disney bride when I was six years old. And that was when I decided that I was going to have my Disney wedding one day. And my parents found it funny. But then <laughs> I met my my future husband at 16. And he started going to Disney with us. And he fell in love with Disney as much as I am in love with Disney. So it was a no-brainer, really. Like, we just wanted to get married at Disney. So we did it. <laughs> So how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? Badly. <laughs> um, they didn't want us to get married outside the country. I'm from Canada. And they didn't want to travel. So my family is the only one that travels in our whole family. And it's Sam's family. It's the same thing. So everyone thought we would have it in Quebec. And they were a bit bummed and a lot of people decided not to come because of it. But our close family and friends were there and that's what's important. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to be there? Our original list for our Quebec City wedding, if we had a wedding at our hometown, was 72 people. And we talked to every one of them individually. We didn't do um, invites or anything because we knew a lot of people were going to say no. And we didn't want to waste money on like invitations that were going to end up like wasted. So we talked to everyone individually. We're really close to these like 70 people. And then we were 14 total and we had 12 guests come. Okay. And so... Did you do anything like an at-home reception after you got back for the people who weren't able to be there? Unfortunately, no. COVID hit. Uh -huh. um, I got married on March 2nd, and on March 13th, everything closed. 
So we weren't able to do anything. We're still waiting for everything to open. Nothing is open right now here. We can't go see our family. We can't see our parents or anything. So it's not possible for now to do a reception. Mm, okay. Did you set up a room block for your guests? Yes, we actually did. One person ended up using it out of everyone because we decided to pay for everyone's room. My parents are DVC members and we had a lot of points. So they decided to give us a present to pay for a lot of people's rooms. So all of my family, my two sisters, my two parents, me and Sam, and then um, Sam's parents as well were all paid with our DVC points. And then we had one friend stay with my mom and one friend stayed at a different hotel and one friend used our room block. But with the DVC points, we could we could register our rooms. So they counted toward like the 10 nights that were necessary. So it was okay but we didn't get like any free nights or anything. It didn't count towards that, but it counted towards just having the room block. Right. Okay. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? We originally planned to get married on a Tuesday because um, we were getting there on the Saturday and then we decided to get married on the Monday at like the last minute because my sister was working and her and her boyfriend as well. So it was difficult for them to like stay a lot more than a few days. And I really wanted her to be there. She was my maid of honor. So we just switched to Monday so we could accommodate. And like we were there anyways. So Monday or Tuesday, it didn't really matter for us. And the 2.30 ceremony, we decided to go with 2.30 because of the lighting like some people on the group uh Disbride group said like the lighting at 2 30 was good and at five we were worried that all the time spent in between the ceremony and the reception and it was gonna end up being really late so that's why we decided 2 30 was ideal we had like a lot of time in the morning so we didn't have to wake up at like four and we had a lot of time at night, so we didn't like end up being up until like three in the morning because we had our park shoots the next day. Wow. Okay. Now, how did you choose the wedding pavilion for your ceremony and paddlefish for your reception? We chose the wedding pavilion. It was a no-brainer as well. Same thing as when I was little and saw the, the bride getting married at the wedding pavilion. I was a bit worried at first when I saw it because I knew it had updated because it didn't have like the same exact decor that I knew. But when I uh, once I saw like the new wedding pavilion, which is like what it is now, it's like beautiful. So I wasn't worried anymore. I decided to go with that. And we thought it was like the most official thing next to a church. That's why we decided to go with the wedding pavilion. And then paddlefish. I originally wanted Tepan Edo at the Japan Pavilion. But with my dress and everything and the fact that there are only like 
eight people tables. We couldn't all be together, even if we were only like 14. We couldn't be all at the same table. They wouldn't guarantee that we could be even seated at the same place and stuff. So we like scratched Tepanero, even if I really wanted it. And we decided to go with something maybe similar in terms of food with like seafood and stuff. And that's when I read your book, actually. And it said on the paddlefish, there was like options. And um, we really loved Fulton's Crab House, which was the paddlefish before. And we knew like the, the food hadn't changed. So we decided to go there and I communicated with the event planner of the paddlefish directly. And they all set it up for us. So it was it was really great. and was really easy. That's great. Did you use the room on the top deck? We used the bow. I think it was a small room with a bar in it. It's like the one with a really cool wall decoration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's it's one of the small rooms and it had a bar in it, which was really cool because they could like just bring us drinks really fast. So it was cool. <laughs> now, because you were one of the last couples to use the escape package, you also <laughs> had a cake and champagne celebration. Can you talk a little bit about how you chose the room for that and any entertainment you added? Yes, yeah, so we did our cake and champagne celebration at the Grand Terrace, which is at the Grand Floridian. It was really great because it's all white and it was perfect for photos. So we had an idea that we wanted this room in particular because we saw it on your website and we really liked the idea of like the white backgrounds for the photos and it was outside and it was really sunny at that time of day, which was approximately maybe like 4 p.m. So we really liked it there. And that's why we decided we didn't know if it was going to be available until 30 days before. So that stressed me out a little bit, but it turned out fine. And yeah, so we had our cake celebration, which we spent about 20 minutes in because we had to take photos and we're a little bit behind schedule with the ceremony and everything. So um, everything was a bit rushed. But it was great. We had our first dance there. And fortunately, we had our first dance there because we didn't get to dance on the paddlefish. So that's like a great gift that God sent us, I think, that, that we had like a cake and champagne celebration before because the paddlefish turned out to be like only a dinner. So, yeah. Got it. Okay. Now, for your cake, do you have any flavors you would recommend? Yes. My cake was amazing. My cake was actually gluten-sensitive, so it's not gluten-free. They said in the BEO it was written as no gluten-added cake because I'm not celiac. I'm just gluten-sensitive. So traces of gluten or anything like that was fine for me. So uh, the Grand Floridian Bakery could actually make my cake. And we chose... The same filling for the both for both our tiers, but we got chocolate cake with um, raspberry buttercream, which was the best cake I've ever had in my life. And the other one was vanilla and raspberry buttercream. But the chocolate cake won by far. It was the best cake I've ever had. 
And definitely when I go back to Disney, I think I'll order a cake again, which is like similar. I think you can do that. So I think we'll order like a mini cake just to remind us of like what it tasted like. So yeah, it was really special. It was really good. Now, when you went to Paddlefish for your meal, did you take the cake with you or how did that work? Yes, we took the cake. Someone boxed it up for us. I don't really know like what happened between because I bet like people don't want to bother the bride. But it was there when we got there. And I know my husband got um, a bag ready for everything we needed at the Paddlefish because we didn't actually use any um, entertainment. We had two Bose speakers and we connected our phone to it, which had like playlists for the dinner and the dancing. So it was really easy and we had everything in a bag ready. So that's what I recommend too, like for organization and like preparation to have everything ready before the day, because on the day it goes by so fast that you don't, like you don't get to see anything like that or you don't get to arrange the things you have to bring. So right. that's, yeah, that's a thing that helped us a lot. Just planning in advance, everything we that we had to take with us. So it was really easy on the day. That's great. Do you have any menu items from Paddlefish you could recommend? Yes, I loved the lobster guacamole. It's an appetizer that you can take. It's usually for two or four people, but we were 12. So I think we ordered three for the whole table. And we got to have king crab legs as our entree, which was amazing. And I got it like all worked and like broken for me. So I could only... I don't know how to say it in English. So they actually cracked the legs for you and pulled yeah, out the meat? Yeah, they cracked. Yes. Because I I said, like, because I'm the bride and I don't want to <laughs> stain my dress or anything, can you maybe break the legs for me and, like, pull out the, the meat from the crab? And they did it because they can do that for little kids, I remembered. Uh-huh. So I was like, maybe they can do it for me. So it was really easy to eat and I didn't have any problem. I know like it maybe not is recommended for the staff. They don't want me to say that, but um, (laughs) it was really easy for me. So that was really because I was worried, like, how am I going to eat crab with like a big dress, right? Even my reception dress was pretty big. So I was worried about like staining it or anything like that. So it really helped me in that way. (laughs) Well, I think that is a great tip. (laughs) (laughs) I asked if they said like, no, I would have understood and I would have done it myself. But since they were like, oh, yeah, of course and stuff. So it was just easy. And I found it really nice of them to do that for me. That's wonderful. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how your day ran? Yes. So I got up at 630 because I was really excited and I can't sleep when I'm excited so we got to bed the night before at like three because I hadn't read my vows with my friend that stayed in my room the night before so I got up at 6 30 and the room that we were getting ready in was actually my mom's room because she had a one-bedroom villa at the Grand Floridian so it was just next door so that was really easy for us so me and my best friend we just 
went straight up to my mom's room and at eight, Daisy, Otto, and her makeup artist came and they did my hair at first. Jen did my hair and she got them like all curled because I had extensions. So it took a really long time. So she wanted to have the time to just do my hair and stuff. She did all the makeup for like every other girl that was in the room because I had all the girls from the whole party. So we were 12, right? So I think we were like eight girls maybe or six. So we were all in the same room and the guys actually got ready in my room. So in me and Sam's room. And so they were just next door. So if we had to communicate with one another, it was really easy. And it was just a coincidence. We didn't ask for anyone to like put our rooms together, but they were nice enough to do it, I guess. <laughs> and yeah, so that's when we got ready. And the time went by so fast. And at 12, Brittany got in our room to take photos. We added one hour of photography and our video package with David was a Trinity wedding cinema started at the same time. So at 12, they both arrived and they took photos, videos of everyone. It was really great. And then at one or like two even, people weren't getting ready yet. And our wedding was at 2.30. I don't want anyone to see me in my big dress. So I wanted every girl to get ready before me and then get out of the room so I could put my dress on at the last, last minute. So that's what we did, but it was really close to the time that we had to go. So we were supposed to exchange gifts, but we didn't have time to. So I think like knowing now, I think I would have planned it a little better because I thought, oh, from eight to one or one thirty, I have the time to do everything I want. Right. But it goes by so fast and you get ready, you get your makeup done, your hair done, you talk with your friends, you eat. So it goes by really fast. So we had our ceremony after that. And after we took photos with all our family, they were really great. My parents were getting divorced at that time. And Brittany really helped bring everyone together. And I'm going to say this here because I was really worried about that. My parents didn't get along. And I didn't know like if it was going to create tension once we had to take pictures, right? Mm -hmm. So she just organized everything perfectly and she talked to them individually to have pictures individually with me, with Sam, with the couple, everything. So DFAP, I think, if I can say one thing, they're really trying to make your wedding day like the best day that you can have and I think Brittany in particular I didn't like work with anyone else but Brittany was really amazing for that so I really thank her <laughs> yeah so after our ceremony we had our cake and champagne we didn't stay very long because we wanted to take more pictures around the Grand Floridian so we went and got pictures and while we were doing that our limo charter which came with the escape package got every guest to disney springs so while we we're taking pictures and while i changed from my ceremony dress to my reception dress everyone was getting to disney springs to the paddlefish 
So we didn't have to worry about that, which was really great. I think it it would have complicated a lot of things if we had told everyone just to get there. It would have been, I think, too complicated, even, even if we were only 12. So I can't imagine if you're like a lot of people. So the limo charter really helped us. And once I got changed, the limo picked us up and we went to Disney Springs, had our dinner at the paddlefish and i didn't read the fine print for our paddlefish contract but our reception was only three hours so we got to dinner we got to dine there and we talked and stuff but once we were getting ready to like party and maybe dance they told us to get out oh (laughs) so they were like okay well this is over thank you for coming goodbye So we were like, oh, what? This is our wedding and stuff. They were like, yeah, well, that's too bad. (laughs) Yeah, so we had to get out. That was really sad. But we didn't get to dance or anything. So I think it was nine when we, like, got out of the paddlefish. And then, like, we didn't want our night to be over at, like, nine, right? So a few of our friends and us, me and Sam, decided to just go around, um, Disney Springs and shop and stuff just to like go around and still be in our wedding attire and our our wedding day. So it was really fun. And it wasn't like the night that I expected, but it was still really fun. And I think every like everyone was looking at me, which I don't like at all. But one girl came up to me and she was so excited to see me and she spoke Spanish. I speak French, but we didn't, we couldn't communicate with each other. So she was just so excited and her mom wanted to take a picture, but I'm not like anyone, right? I'm just like one girl, like <laughs> walking around Disney Springs. So I still have my husband took a picture of me getting the photo with the girl. Like I was some sort of celebrity. It was really funny. <laughs> but then we got then we got to our room maybe at midnight and we had our park shoots like at five in the morning and I had to yeah and I had to get my dress back on which takes about thirty minutes to do because it's a regular corset. So my mom helped us for the park shoots. And we did our park shoots and that's it. That's that was our wedding, like three day wedding. <laughs> and then you went to Chef Mickey's after your park shoot. Yeah, exactly. So we wanted because we didn't want to have characters at our reception or we couldn't actually because it was paddlefish. But we didn't want the characters to be only at the champagne celebration because we knew it wasn't going to be that long. And we just wanted to take maybe pictures with the characters, but not necessarily at our reception because we wanted a wedding at Disney, but we didn't want a Disney wedding. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that's what we had. (laughs) Yeah. So we didn't want like, we had our cake that had little Mickey heads on it. And our cake topper was Lumiere and Plumet, but that was it. We didn't have like Disney anything except for the location. And we wanted it to stay that way. But like dining with the characters at breakfast, just after a park shoot, we knew that we were going to be hungry. And Chef Mickey's was one of my favorite restaurants growing up because of the characters that were all dressed in like chef attire. 
So we got to take pictures with them. They're really informal. They're just pictures with our phone, but but it was really fun. And we like all the people around us were really nice. And the cast members were amazing. They helped us with my dress because I had my ceremony dress, which has a six foot train. Wow. So that was awful getting around with that around a restaurant. So they really helped us. And I decided to break up my wedding bouquet and distribute the roses to everyone I could. Hmm. So I was just like, looking at kids and they were smiling at me and I was just like asking their parents if I could give them a rose and stuff because I got the the idea of getting married at Disney because I saw a Disney bride right so I thought like maybe I can recreate the moment for another little girl maybe or like another child so I I really love doing that <laughs> that's wonderful when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? I think our attire was really important to us. We were getting ready to spend thousands of dollars on our attire because we thought if we're spending so much money on photography, which was one of our important aspects as well, we wanted to look great. <laughs> so my dress is amazing and I really wanted Sam to be special as well I think there's a lot of importance given to the bride on the wedding day but maybe like the men don't get the spotlight as much I, I feel like and I didn't want Sam to go through that because it's his wedding and he really likes fashion and stuff so we found um, his suit it was really inexpensive actually so that was like a coincidence a happy coincidence but his suit was really nice and that was one of the most important things. The second one was the food. So like I said, we had king crab legs. We had an open bar for 12 people. It wasn't like a big deal. But I'm really specific about what I drink. I don't drink at all except for one champagne. So I had the Grand Floridian organize the cake and champagne celebration for the champagne to be this specific champagne when I got there, just mm. for me and Sam. And then I got the paddlefish to get two bottles. So I could just have champagne, like drink the dinner if I wanted. So that was really nice. And I didn't even know I could do that. But I asked the grassroots because if you asked, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But if you don't, like, they surely won't do anything, right? Right. So I asked and they were like, yeah, no problem. We can organize that for you. How many bottles would you like? It was Veuve Clicquot. So yeah, so we had the champagne that we wanted and it was really special because it's a good champagne. And now when we get it, it just reminds us that we were drinking it on our wedding day. So it's just really special. So yeah, I think I think that was it. I think videography was something that I hesitated a lot about. But it's something that is so, I'm so grateful that I invested in videography because the video, I didn't share it with anyone. I shared a, a small portion of my pictures on the Disbrite group because I'm a really private person. I don't know. I'll share everything on the Disney podcast now. But yeah, so I was really private and the videography is was all done in French. So... 
yeah, because our ceremony was all done in French and um, our vows and everything. So David was actually able to translate everything for us. So we translated the text, like the raw footage. So we could translate it within maybe like 10 second shots. So it was like easy for him to edit or easier for him to edit because it must have been like really awful if you don't speak the language to edit a video like that. But it was really impressive. The video is all in French. So for us, it's really special because we wanted our video in French. It was really special that he could do that for us and we didn't even know it was possible. So we were really grateful for that. And I think it makes everything more special because pictures, they're just like snapshots of a moment. But when you see like how you moved, how your hair flowed, how how, like how you smiled, it was just really special. Videography is such an important thing. And I think everyone should get a video of their wedding. How did you find an officiant who spoke French? My husband's best friend is the one who officiated our wedding. (gasps) We went with the Universal Church on the internet. It took five minutes to get him (laughs) ordained. And he got his certificate and everything. And we checked with the Brevard County just to make sure like everything was okay. Because obviously you don't want trouble with the actual wedding. Um, but every everything was fine, and we just got him to sign and everything. And I was a bit worried that he was whether he was going to do like a good job or not because officiating wedding it's like pretty big, right? So it's a big responsibility. But he took it so seriously, and I didn't do anything with the ceremony. I wanted it to be kind of a surprise, so him and my husband organized everything. From like the words to the stories that he told and my sister told like a story or any uh, something like that. I'm like a text during the ceremony. So everything was organized perfectly. And I think it was, it was the best way for us to not have trouble because we didn't want our ceremony to be in English. And that was like the best way to integrate like our friend into it too because he's been part of our lives like he was my friend since I was five and he's my husband's best friend since they knew each other at 12 because we were all at the same primary and secondary school so he like grew up with us and he kind of was the one who like took us together when we first started dating so it was really special to have him officiate our wedding oh that's wonderful Now, what aspects of the wedding were less important when you were planning, where you saved your money or your effort? I'd say there was two things. I don't like flowers, or I'm not particularly like a fan of flowers. I didn't want flowers everywhere. And the wedding pavilion is so nice by itself that I thought we could get away with like no flowers at all, which was perfect because we didn't need them at all. And um, the only flowers that we had were my bouquet. My bridesmaid's bouquet, which were two white roses bouquet, and I had red roses, and there was my husband's boutonniere, and that was it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that, that was the only flowers that we had. They were included with the escape package, so they didn't cost us anything, or like anything more than what we already paid for with the escape package. 
I was really glad that I didn't spend anything on flowers because they weren't important to me. And on the wedding day, I didn't even notice. So I thought that was great. I decided not to go with the coach for the same reason, because we could literally pay our honeymoon with like two hours of the Cinderella coach. So even if it was a dream of mine, I think I was sad for a moment that I get, I chose not to take it. But like at the time of the wedding with the limo, it was still special. So we still had like special transportation, which, which was fun and different from just like using a car or a bus. So I think that made it special for us, even though it wasn't like the actual Cinderella carriage. What else? Like I said, the music, um, we didn't have entertainment because we got because we were such a small group. So what we did, we just made playlists on our phone with Apple Music now. It's so or like Spotify and stuff. It's so easy. So we just organized a dinner playlist and a dancing playlist, which we didn't get to like dance to, but it's not like that 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 big of a deal. But yeah, so the the music and entertainment we didn't pay anything for actually. Mm-hmm. So that was where we saved money. That's great. What ended up being your favorite memory of the day? I have one memory in particular because I do, I sometimes do like snapshots of my life when I don't want to forget a certain memory or like certain moment that I'm living right now. I just take a really big moment to just notice as much things as I can so I don't lose the moment. And it was my husband at the altar. And I search for like photos because sometimes you think that it's a memory and it's just a photo that you saw, but there's nothing like not any photo that looks like the memory I have. So I know it's a memory. So it's my husband and just looking at me while we're we're like at the ceremony and we were so excited to just be getting married and stuff so I think that's my favorite memory just like the ceremony itself was so memorable and it was so exciting and we were just like smiling throughout so that was that was my favorite memory for sure that's wonderful did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected yeah, so the paddlefish, we didn't know. I, I, I don't know if it was like a misunderstanding or stuff or something. Um, because like when you think of a reception, you don't you, you don't really think it's going to be three hours and they're going to kick you out, right? So that was really surprising and sad for me because I thought I was like clear on my on what I wanted, but apparently not. And I didn't read the contract. Um, like. I was supposed to, I guess. So um, we agreed to three hours and not not more. And um, I wish I would have just looked at the contract more and just like figure out that three hours wasn't enough to eat and to talk. Um, but yeah, we still had a great time, but we would have loved to dance and have a real reception instead of just a dinner. Right. And was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then it turned out not to be? I don't think so. 
there I was a really chill bride I think I didn't take that many things seriously because I knew it was only one day right so you can't control everything and I think with the Disney planning team everything is planned so perfectly especially with the escape package everything was a done deal right you were just a guest at your own wedding I think they said it like that I think it was really great to just not have to worry about anything. And if I had like a problem, I could just tell someone and, but we didn't have any, but if we had a problem, they would have just like jumped right on it and it would have been great, but we didn't have any problems on our wedding day for the ceremony and or anything. So I think everything went great. That's so great to hear. And do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I think planning everything like you want and not listening to not listening too much to everyone around you. I know we had a lot of criticism to um for having a Disney wedding. Um no one wanted to travel and even like our our close family had some problems with it and once they got there, they just realized how magical Disney was and how it was the perfect place for a wedding. It was a perfect place for us, you know. We we know each other, we know what we want, and other brides and grooms are the same, like in the same boat, right? You know what you want. Sometimes you can ask for opinions, but ultimately it's your choice. If you want to do something, if you don't, like people can figure out why I didn't want flowers. And then once they got there, they were like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't take flowers because it would have been too much or it would have been like unnecessary. And ultimately, they all agreed it was the best wedding they've ever been to. Hmm. So that made me realize how much I listened to myself. And it was just the thing to do, you know? Listen to what you want and decide what you want, especially if you're paying for your own wedding. Sometimes I see posts. My gosh, it's fun to get family involved, but not with the final choices. So (laughs) listen to what you want, but then decide for yourself. That's my advice. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's great advice. Well, Vanessa, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in planning a wedding or a vow renewal at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, thank you so much. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com.
Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.